Welcome to Eclipse, a Dungeons & Dragons sci-fi fantasy thriller. I'm Jeremy Fair, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be the Dungeon Master. My name is Megan Kelleher, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Ava Elkin, whose pronouns are also she, her. I'm Cage, I'll be playing Soul Red Hammer, and both of our pronouns are she, hers. I'm Danny, I'll be playing Whiskey, and both of our pronouns are she, hers. I'm Rob, I'll be playing Info Scott, and our pronouns are he, they. I'm Adam DeWeese, I go by he, him, and I'll be playing Dr. Shepard, who goes by they, them. looking up to the ceiling you will hear another sound on the opposite side of you Dr. Shepard the cave that was to the right you will hear a voice go there they are kill them there is a flash of light and there is a blast of energy that goes flying over your head Dr. Shepard and you look over to see four figures standing at the pathway to the right The figures are silhouetted. They seem to be vaguely humanoid shaped. And then you see all the figures, a small glowing light appear. Go ahead and roll initiative. Whiskey and Ava both got natural 20s. What did everybody else get? I got a 6 with an advantage, apparently. Dr. Shepard got a total of a 20. What did Soul Red get? 18. All right. And these creatures that you're not sure what they are got a 16 so ava goes first ava this thump appeared you saw the body of a salguin who said they are still here there was an explosion that not only destroyed the source of that comet but immediately killed six of these uh 13 lizard folk and now you are first you see four of them standing at the entrance to this pathway to your right you're not certain what they are yet, but they seem to be humanoid shaped and they all seem to be wearing armor that is far too futuristic for this planet. And they all seem to be wielding some sort of weapons that seem pretty similar to the kind of stuff the Lord's Armada uses. You don't necessarily think they're from the Lord's Armada, but these are like futuristic weapons like they look like they're wielding guns. And they are charging them up, ready to blast some sort of attack. Whatever they fired over Dr. Shepard's head missed, but there are four of them who are ready to strike. What would you like to do? I'm gonna start punching things, I guess. Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna activate my Eldritch Claw tattoo so I can punch from far away. And I need to just now get like 15 feet away, so I guess I'll have to take a little bit of movement, right? Yes, the 
area where they're standing is slightly elevated, but overall they're maybe about 20 feet away from you. So it, you can get pretty close. The, though there is elevation and you are climbing kind of up the rocks that make up this cave, it's not enough to where it's going to to impend your movement. You can move as normal. All right. I might just stay at the bottom um, because I have now like a unarmed range of 15 feet with my um, tattoo. And I'm going to, I guess, start with an unarmed strike. I'll just I'll just do them all at the same time and do two unarmed strikes and then one extra one as a bonus action. Okay, there's a 21, a 16, and a 14. And I want to try to do like three different targets. Okay, so you want to target three of the four of these creatures? Yeah. Okay, your 21 will hit, the 16 and 14 will not. Oh, shit. All right, so hold on. Let me roll damage first. That's going to be, um, I guess, six um, bludgeoning. And then um, two force. And then I'm also going to spend a key point to do hands of harm. And that's going to be another uh, six necrotic damage. And also it is now poisoned until the end of my next turn. So yeah, you're able to hit it with your unarmed strike, your Eldritch Claw, and your Hand of Harm. You deal 14 damage, and one of these things is now poisoned. Now that you were close up, looking at this thing, what you see in front of you are four Kuatoa, just like you've seen before on your home planet, but they all seem to be wearing very, very futuristic, or not futuristic, very modern armor, modern to your own planet, especially within the Lord's Armada, and this armor seems to be very expensive. It seems to be better than the standard-issued Lord's Armada armor that you are all wearing. They all seem to be equipped with these laser rifles, and you know that even on your own planet, Kuatoa are not normally considered to be very bright, and they certainly, as a society, do not have this sort of technology. And the fact that they, that the Kuatoa on this planet have this technology is extremely suspicious to you. The other three are still charging up their weapons, and the one that you hit is still standing after taking the 14 damage and being poisoned. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, that is everything I can do. All right, Whiskey, you and Howard see this. What would the two of you like to do? Well, uh, Howard knows his job is to hide, so he's going to crawl into my suit and find a little pocket inside where he is safe. And I am going to cast Shadow. It hits uh, creatures in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on a point that I can make out, and they must all make a constitution saving throw. And the save on that is 15. All right, so all four of them make constitution saving throw. Two of them succeed. Two of them fail. The one that has already been damaged failed. All right, so the ones that fail take full damage, uh, so 14. The two that succeed take half damage, so 7. Okay, so two of them take the 14 damage. Two of them take the 7 damage. The one that has already been hit by Ava... What does it look like when you kill this one using the spell Shatter? Oh, yeah. It is so loud. It it clamps its hands over its ears, but we can see blood coming out of its ears as it just collapses in a pile. 
All right. Yeah. You, this thing puts its finned hands up to its ears. It makes a face like it's about to scream, but the shatter is so loud. None of you hear it. And it just collapses to the ground. It begins to writhe and seize on the ground and then stops moving entirely. The other ones look at it for just a moment before focusing their attention back on all of you. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Is there a place I can hide? Because I feel suddenly like they might not like me very much. (laughs) Absolutely. This uh, cave has all sorts of random bits of stone that jut up from the floor, random stalactites. And there are also a lot of nooks and crannies, plus the elevation. And yeah, I want to sort of end up somewhere hidden back in there so that hopefully they won't find me. All right. Yeah, you're very easily able to uh, hide. And I would say at the very least, take half cover, if not full cover. All right. And we'll move on to Dr. Shepard. Dr. Shepard, what are you going to do? These remaining three have these laser guns poised on you. It seemed like they were trying to hit you with that first attack. They just missed. Oh, that changes things. Yeah, I've been I've been getting ready to cast fairy fire on them, but uh Seeing that info's looking a little slow to the draw, and I think that they're gonna get a <laughs> get an opportunity before that. Um I'm gonna cast sleep, which means that I'll roll five D eight. So it's twenty-six. And Jeremy, it will the way sleep works is um in that area with the three that are still standing, the one with the lowest health. If the 26 will cover its health all the way, then it will fall asleep. And then if there's enough to make another one fall asleep, then that one will also fall asleep. So you cast sleep and one of them falls asleep. The one that didn't die but took the higher damage from Whiskey's spell from Shatter, that one just suddenly drops its gun on the ground and then also falls down onto the ground asleep. I I know... We kind of get loosey-goosey with Shepard's abilities. Some are kind of uh, spiritual, magical, and some are just like technology. I think this is just like a straight trank gun that I use to like give people anesthesia to like put them to sleep. <laughs> just like shooting with a trank dart. All right. Yeah. So you, you're, you're casting sleep is, yeah, shooting it with this trank dart. And it just, one of them drops down to the ground and falls asleep. There are still two more that have these laser rifles poised on all of you. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Mm, No, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. All right, Soul Red, you saw one of these creatures, you've seen one of these Kuatoas get killed from Shatter. You saw another one collapse onto the ground from this sleep trank gun. And there are two more that seem to have these weapons ready to fire. What would you like to do? Yeah, uh, Solred's going to go up to the one that's not sleeping and is going to hit it with her maul. Uh, and I get extra attack souls between twice. 24, and then the other one's only like 8. Yeah, the 24 hits. Uh, that's going to be uh, 10 damage to it. Okay, so you run up and hit this thing with your maul. It seems surprised at how quickly you're able to scale the elevation of these cave steps. And just as it turns to face that rifle on you, because it definitely was aiming at Dr. Shepard, you were just right there and you just slam this thing and hit it with your weapon. And then with Crusher, once per turn, when I hit a creature with an attack that deals bludgeoning damage, I can move it five feet to an unoccupied space. So I want to like push it back with that. All right. 
So you hit it for 10 damage and it slides it backwards. The back of its body slams up against the step behind it because the path they came from seems to go upwards and it's the way the cave is shaped. It's almost step like. And yeah, it is now forced up against this wall. Anything else? Uh, no, I think I'll, I'll leave it there. All right. We now go to these Kuatoa's turn. The Kuatoa you just attacked looks hurt and then looks angry. It turns at you and that glowing rifle that was ready to fire at Shepard is now focused on you and it is going to fire. 21 total. It fires this rifle. You take 17 magical force damage as it shoots you directly in the chest. Ow. The other one is going to turn and it sees that the other Kutoa hit you and it is going to continue to train its shot on Dr. Shepard. It will fire and that is going to be a natural 20. Shut. So that'll be double damage. And even though it rolled double damage, it only deals 16 damage. It rolled exceptionally low. And you, Dr. Shepard, get essentially sniped for 16 damage with this laser rifle, and that is 16 magical force damage. Don't act like 16 is not a lot of fucking damage. <laughs> that hurt. It's not, but I rolled 66 and thought it was going to be much more than that. I mean, he rolled less on a crit on you than he did on me with a regular roll, so... I mean, he almost did half my health. That was... Oof. Maybe that guy's just not as good of a shot. When it hit Soul Red, it got 17 out of 18 possible damage. So it's pretty... <laughs> that's pretty wild. She's just like, you bad, bro? <laughs> we move down to the Lizard Folk. I mean, this has all happened in the last six seconds or so. So they're already still surprised that half of their numbers have just got wiped out from some sort of explosion. You were all immediately being fired on by these Kuatoa, despite being in a Sawogan cave. And they're going to... Turn, focus their spears forward, and all begin to charge up these steps. He's a sleeping one. <laughs> so they're going to charge up. I would say the first one will run up and and uh, see that the one on the ground is sleeping. You know, they're not used to magic except for Minxie, but they realize that Dr. Shepard shot it and it dropped on the ground and that it's not dead. So the first one is going to try to attack the Kuatoa that's on the ground since it is uh, asleep. I believe they get advantage on the attack. It gets a 16 with advantage, which is not enough to attack the sleeping Kuatoa. I think in the panic of everything that's going on, they just get up there and they stab like, you know, almost randomly and miss the Kuatoa. Uh, another one's going to run it beside it. That one's going to attempt to do the same thing. Even with advantage, the highest roll is a 12. They're in an absolute panic. I mean, like, these are their friends. They suck. And they do not speak the language that you were all speaking. They're just confused, like, without direction from Sultan. They they you know, they feel very out of their element. A third one's going to run up and attempt the same thing. It gets a 17. So this one does manage to stab it with one of its spears. I looked it up, and if a creature is hit, while unconscious, it is a critical hit. Oh, really? Ooh. Yes. Any attack that hits a creature is a critical hit. If the attacker is within five feet, so I guess you can't, like, shoot it with the bow and get that. But th he is going to wake up after this. The third one that runs up also misses. The fourth one 
gets an 18, that one will hit. So with a critical hit, that one deals seven damage to the one that is on the ground. And the final lizard folk that is not Sultan runs up and misses both of them. So the one that's on the ground has been damaged severely, but still seems to be breathing. And the stab that it has experienced was enough for it to open its eyes. And these big, large, almost dead-looking fish eyes are staring up at you all. It does now seem to be awake. That being said, Sultan, the biggest of all the group, and as we've all established, the greatest warrior, (laughs) comes running up and goes, This was for Howard! (laughs) And he's going to run forward. And unlike the other lizard folk who are just using normal spears, he has a badass, big-ass javelin. And he's going to go ahead and strike at the Skuatoa that's on the ground that's no longer asleep. And even so, is not enough to break its armor class. He runs forward. He's super passionate. Swings this javelin, and it just goes right over the head of this Skuatoa that's still on the ground. God, that's so embarrassing right in front of Howard. Mm. <laughs> Info, it is your turn. You have watched almost all of these lizard folk, including Sultan, embarrass themselves. <laughs> Howard's acting like he didn't see it. <laughs> Info, what are you going to do? Info's first thought is, well, we got the shit warriors here. And then he's going to step up, and Rodney's going to be with him. He's going to step up to around where Ava and Dr. Shepard are. He's going to shout, Stop fighting! We're not with those other guys! And then he's going to uh, fire off a web at the uh, Iron Man wannabes. And so... Alright, what does web do? uh, It conjures a thick mass of sticky webbing. It fills a 20-foot cube and... Each creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dex saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. And if they're restrained, they can use an action to make a strength check to, against the uh, save. But initially, it's a dex. All right, and, and how large was this area? It's a 20-foot cube, so I'm just webbing everybody up on those steps. You web the three of them that are still alive. Two of them fail. Uh, including the one that has been the most injured and was previously asleep, one of them succeeds. Do I need to roll if I was within melee with them? Yeah, I guess anyone who would have been that 20-foot cube would need to roll. Oh, uh, including all the lizard folk <laughs> and also Sultan. They're all in the World Wide Web. Yep. It's a nine. Solred is webbed. <sighs> Sultan gets a 15. One of the other lizard folk gets a 20. The other one gets an 18. And the other lizard folk... Gets a nine, another lizard folk gets a 19, another lizard folk gets a four. So, in other words, two of the lizard folk fail and the rest of them succeed. And that's pretty much all Info is going to do. He's already said what he needed to say. All right. So, in conclusion, two of the Kutoa are webbed, four of the lizard folk are webbed, one of the Kutoa is not webbed, and two of the lizard folk are not webbed. And then Soul Red is also underneath your web. You have thrown this web on them and you've told them to basically stop because you're not with everybody else. That being said, it is Ava's turn. Ava, what are you going to do? You see that Info has cast this web 
um, on most of the people there, most of which are your allies. What would you like to do? Do I see any response to Info's request that we stop fighting, like in the eyes of these Kuotoa? <laughs> Uh, every, all the lizard folk and the Kuotoa that are under the web and Soul Red seem like they just more than anything would love to get out of this thing. And the Kuotoa that escaped the web definitely seems like it's still in fighting mode and just has its weapon trained once again, seems to be aiming, if you had to guess, directly at Dr. Shepard. Don't like that. Um, can I get like in the line of fire, like in front of Dr. Shepard? Yeah, you can definitely move in the way. Yeah, and still be within 15 feet of the one that's not webbed. If you wanted to do that, I think you'd have to move up a little bit onto the one step closer. Okay. But you can definitely get in the way. Okay, cool. So that's where I'm going to move to, and then I'm going to uh, do another Eldritch Claw Unarmed Strike, two more rather, at the at the unwebbed Kuatoa. Ugh, a 14 and a 25. Yeah, 25 definitely will hit. Okay, so that's going to be 11 damage plus just one. Uh, one more force damage. So 12 damage total to that guy. And then bonus action, patient defense. I'll spend a key point to do patient defense and take the dodge action. Okay, so the one you targeted has only previously taken seven damage. You deal another 12 damage. Um, you definitely feel like you hit it. I mean, you can see physically the injuries you've caused from slashing it with this distanced underarm strike, but it definitely still seems to be standing, and then the other ones are still caught within this web. Okay, that's that's my turn. All right, Whiskey, you are the furthest one back, and you were hidden around the corner. What would you like to do? Well... You are currently almost 50 feet away from this combat situation. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to just step out enough that I can shoot Firebolt at the uh, the fella who's not webbed. Okay, yeah, Firebolt has quite a range on it, so you are definitely able to just step out from around the corner and target this one that was just attacked by Ava with Firebolt. Go ahead and roll. Well, that that's nice. That would be 25. Yes, 25 will hit. That is 8 damage. All right, with 8 damage, that is enough to kill this unwebbed Kuatoa. What does that look like as you hit it with this firebolt? And it is uh, just a a very sort of directed line of flame that hits this fella directly in the middle of his chest. Uh, make kind of a mess of that pretty armor they've got. But it smells like fish sticks. It's effective. Yeah, you hit this thing right in the chest and it drops. Uh, there's a small fiery explosion and the one that is not webbed falls to the ground and uh you have killed it is there anything else you'd like to do yeah so i'm not gonna hide because he's the only one that wasn't webbed and i figured the ones in the web we can you know negotiate a little bit with so that's that's all i'm gonna do is just sort of watch and wait and see what's going on all right we go to dr shepherd dr shepherd you know that they have been targeting almost all their attacks on you except when someone has been right up in their face and they've been directly endangered what would you like to do Oh my goodness, I'm just realizing, like, I wonder if these fish think that I'm infected with the, with, with the bat. They would have probably been on our side, I think, because I think they think that I'm in, whatever. It's too late now. They, they done hit all of us and me very hard. 
Um, I am going to uh, use my staff uh, to shoot one one magic missile out of my staff, uh, which is just a guaranteed hit D four. I'm gonna hit. Uh, I'm gonna hit the closest one, um, the one that is right up on Sultan with my magic my magic missile staff. I'm gonna shoot a bolt out. <laughs> And I've rolled a four on that. I think it's a, I think it's a D four plus one, I believe. So are you trying to target the one that has been damaged the most and also was put to sleep and is now also in a web, but still alive? Yes. Yeah. I want to mess him up. Okay. <laughs> I want to mess them up. Yeah. Magic missile. So, um, your magic missile staff rolls, uh, allows you to roll one D six. Oh, a D six. Normal magic missile lets you roll three D four, but this, Staff allows you to roll 1d6. Okay, well, that sucked. <laughs> my 1d4 roll was a 4. My d6 was a 1. You hit this one for 1 damage, and ironically, that is all the health it had left. <laughs> so what does this look like? <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, man, I haven't got to use my staff in a while, so I think I had to kind of like, I aim it at it, nothing comes out, I got to kind of whack it on the side to get it to work again and then uh one of these uh like fluorescent looking purple uh bolts of magic kind of i picture them kind of like a bottle rocket kind of go all crazy and like zigzag around in the air before they seek into their target and hit this guy uh and it drops to the floor and when he hits the floor i'm just gonna uh just gonna quickly cast um for my bonus action healing ward on myself just to try to get try to get four HP back, which doesn't seem like it's gonna help enough, but Alright, so yeah, you kill this thing for sure, and then you go ahead and you said you're healing who for four HP? I'm healing me for four, because I got hit really hard. Okay. So yeah, you're able to cast healing word and heal yourself for four damage. Uh we are now at Soul Red's turn. Soul Red, there is one of these heavily armored and armed Kuatoa remaining. It is in the web. I am too. So to break out of the web, is that just an action or do I have to deal like a certain amount of damage to it or? You have to use an action to make a strength check. 25. (laughs) Yeah, so Red, you're very easily able to break out of this web and it does seem like the remaining Kuatoa is still in this web. Everyone, I think we should try and capture this one to figure out What's happening? Mm-hmm. What do you all think? Yes. And that's going to be her turn, because she doesn't have an action. I gave um, a but big she will thumbs use, up with actually, the Eldritch Claw. <laughs> yeah, she'll actually use a bonus action to do, once per short rest, I can use a bonus action to regain 1d10 plus 6 HP with second win. So I'm going to do that. All right. So you bust out of this web, you are free, and you use your second win to gain a little bit of health back. We now go to the Kuatoa's turn. The Kuatoa is going to be yelling in some distant form of Aquin. However, because of the suits, you are all able to understand what it's saying. And it's going to go, stay back, monsters! And it will pull out of its pocket what looks like a gem that is... Not just a gem, but a, a like a technological device powered by some sort of red crystal coil. It will drop it onto the ground. And then you will see it put its hand to its chest. 
There is a flash of green light. The Kuatoa vanishes, and the crystal grenade it has just tossed on the ground explodes. I need Ava, I need Soul Red, and all of the lizard folk, including Sultan, to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, motherfuck. <sighs> It's a dirty 20 for Soul Red. How? I have a plus 7 to deck saves and advantage, and my higher roll was a 13. So there's a sudden explosion, very similar to the one that occurred right when you had first encountered that first Sawagwen. It deals 10 damage to everybody in the area. Luckily, this is not enough to kill any of the lizard folk outright this time. And I do not believe it's enough to kill Soul Red or Ava. Soul Red, you only take half damage. Uh, Sultan takes half damage. Ava, I'm assuming you're still standing. Oh my god, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. So those who save take five, and those who failed take ten. The three Sawagan bodies are all bedecimated. They are severely burned, though you can still see parts of their armor. And their guns are damaged beyond use, but they're still existent enough to where you could examine them and things like that. Um, but that one Kuatoa that threw it, it seemed to have vanished. It touched something on its chest and vanished before the explosion occurred. There is a sudden silence in this cave and you were all no longer in combat. Um, oh my God, what the hell was that? Um, I don't know. Like what just happened? Like, does this always happen? The, uh, the, the Sawagun don't do this stuff. I didn't, what was that? Um, I don't think those were Sawagun. Yeah. Sultan, can you all use your vibrations? Do you, do you still hear that fourth one or no? Vibrations? Half my men are gone. There's only six of us. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that, Sultan. Um, do we need to, to all just sit down and, and, and try to feel better for a little bit? I can't die. I can't die. I'm only seven. You're not going to die. Don't worry. I still have at least eight more years. I thought you were six. Six, seven. Who knows? I don't know. All I know is I don't want to die here. I'm a great warrior. I didn't think I would die. You won't. You won't die. You're not dead yet. You're fine. You're fine. Here. It's a good thing they can't hear me right now. Because, because, because... And he's realizing he's talking in, com- in Draconic, but you all can just understand him. They all look oh, slightly disheartened at how oh. shaken their uh, leader is, especially since half of them are dead. Calm down. Calm down. I'm going to take Sultan by the shoulders and shake him a little bit and be like, calm down, man. <laughs> You're a leader. And as the Bird King, or whatever the fuck you think I am... I'm here to tell you that those men died heroes' deaths, and you are going to not die a hero's death. You're going to live a hero's life. I'm sorry I'm not very charismatic, but I know a lot about death, and it's not coming for you right now. So let's not freak out. Yeah, but but like I kill like alligators and crocodiles and fish and stuff. Nothing ever explodes. Oh, well, we have stuff explode all the time. That was a normal Tuesday for us. Mm-hmm. Well, we're all still here, right? But this don't make any sense. Those are, and he's pointing at the very charred bodies. Those aren't Sawagrin. Those are other fish people. Right, yeah. Those are Kuatoa, Kuatoa, stupid dumb. They don't have explosions. Well, no, they shouldn't. Um, I want to look at them a little bit more closely. 
Yeah, I was going to say Soul Red kind of wants to, too, because she's been setting up on this alien technology business. Yeah, you're looking down at these bodies, and you see on the ground three Salguin. Some have been more damaged than others based on being hit with spears and webs and giant claws and axes and things like that. And you're noticing these are what look like just from the planet you come from, regular Kuatoa. However, they're they're wearing armor that seems to be quite heavy duty. It covers most of their body, and it also is leached up onto their heads. Um, It almost looks cybernetic in nature in the way that the armor is not so much covering their body as it appears to be part of their body. It looks like it was almost surgically attached the bodies that you can see on the ground look i would say looking at what they're wearing it seems like this armor has changed them forever it does not seem like they're just wearing something that they can put on and take off it seems like these this armor is part of their body that they've been enhanced in some way that is permanent and it definitely amplified their abilities it certainly amplified their defenses um nonetheless they are all dead Info's going to walk up and just smack him right on the face and just say, Listen up! Shit happens! Move on! Get your men together and let's go kill some shit! I am going to, while they're doing the investigation and everything, I want to cast Prayer of Healing. So I can heal up to six... It takes ten minutes, so I figure I'll get that started right when they're investigating... I can heal six creatures. Uh, did all of us four or five take damage? No, because whiskey was hiding most of it. It was it just me, Soul Red, and Ava. Did Ava take damage? I did. Yeah. Okay, so I'll do um, me, Soul Red, Ava, Sultan for sure, and then two of the unnamed <laughs> lizard folk. So nineteen. All right, so you cast Prayer of Healing, and everyone that has been damaged and a couple of the lizard folk regain 19 hit points. So that's enough to completely restore the health of the lizard, of at least some of the lizard folk that you've targeted. And um, I believe it also completely regains the health of everyone else in the party, right? There's no one that's no longer at, at full health. That got me back up to full health, luckily. It was a second-level spell. Yeah, it was a second-level spell, but I think it was worth it. If I hadn't done my second wind, I think I probably would have been missing, like, one or two, but I'm back up to full health. I was full, I'm was i full health now, too. Okay. So the chaos of this battle, which was just a very, very intense, like, 12 <laughs> to 18 seconds, has now subsided, and you were all just staring at these strange Kuatoa bodies laying on the ground, and just to remind you all and the listeners, you are in a Salguin cave. You have come here to investigate Salguin. Uh, you have found Salguin bodies. You have found a Salguin who said they're still here before exploding. And now you have found these cybernetic Kuatoa. Info's going to start ripping the cybernetics out of the bodies and putting it in his pockets. All right. If you start taking apart their armor, you're going to find that the... Laser rifles they were using seem just as futuristic, once again, just as modern as the ones that you have, if not better. Um, The explosion seems to have damaged the crystal coils in these weapons. They also seem to have second 
crystal coils in their armor, uh, right in the center of their chest. The one, the three that are still left, the crystal coil has been cracked and damaged beyond use. I would say that based on what you witness, you think that the one that managed to vanish out of nowhere, that it did so somehow using the power of a crystal coil. I would also like to mention that just upon media observation, these red crystal coils are not something you've seen before. They seem unlike what you have all been issued, and they also seem unlike anything you saw while in the Githyanki prison. I mean, we're going to take those, right? Right. Well, yeah. Um, Info, you got room for for these uh, crystal coils inside your heater thing? In my hot box? Yeah, I can pop a couple in there. Great. And uh, the laser rifles, they're they're damaged as well? Yeah, as far as you can tell, um, without some time being spent repairing them, they seem to be unusable at this time. Well, I mean, we're going to come past here again on our way out, so uh, maybe instead of dragging around broken shit, we'll, uh, we'll pick it up on the way back, but... I think we could we could take these and maybe do some science. Hey, info, science, yeah. Science, yes. Yeah. All right, what are the rest of you doing? I'm just trying to piece together what's going on because, you know, I think I look at the wreckage where the explosion was and the bodies, and I say, they thought we were monsters. And the Sawagwin that we saw at first kept saying they're still here did it think that we were one of the kuatoa or were they talking about the kuatoa or us i I can't tell who's on whose side here it just seems like those crystals mean that they're not lord's armada technology well like the the things that we attacked or attacked the fish head things the brain eaters they were they were going pretty hard after shepherd so my guess is they've seen an illithid before, and or something illithidy, illithid-ish. Yes, they they might have thought I had that. My thought is, where do we think they got this tech from? This isn't something from this planet. Who do you all remember? Who your captors were at the mine? Could they be working together? Yeah, this ain't like the stuff they had. No, it's it's fancier. Is it? it? It's red. We, we didn't have red. Not in the weeks that I was there, anyway. Of course, they got tired of me after a while and stopped showing me shit, but... That's true. Do we know of anyone, any faction or any group besides the Lord's Alliance who has that level of technology? I, I don't... I don't know of any, but... Is that something we could roll alien technology for to see if if it's ringing any bells, if, if any of us have heard of something like that. So I think looking at this, you know, for a fact, based on everything you've heard and everything you've experienced, this technology is far beyond anything available on this planet. Even the technology provided to the Aarakocra by the Lord's Armada, this seems to be beyond that. You do know that um, Torrell itself is considered newcomers to space travel and that many other species across the galaxy. Mind flayers, Githyanki, star elves, moon elves, moon orcs, all these other spacefaring groups do have technology beyond that which Torrell has. That being said, none of this is immediately distinctive of any of those groups as far as you know. 
all you know is this technology is not from this planet. And Kuatoa, even on your own planet, do not readily have access to this sort of technology either. As you're all contemplating this, I would like every one of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to be real bad for me. Well. Ooh, I got a 21 total. I got a real chunky five. Info got that good old two with his negative one. So that's an eight. <laughs> Dr. Shepard, you being an illithid, feel something is attempting to probe your mind. The rest of you, your mind is probed without realizing what's happening. And you all hear a voice deep in your core say, Your intervention has brought upon your death. You will not leave this place. And that is where we will end this episode of Eclipse. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Eclipse. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did when we recorded it. The plot is really starting to take off now, so I'm super excited to get deeper into the story. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you're subscribed to Eclipse so you never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse, please tell your friends about us. Go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. We have gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of positive feedback, so I really, really appreciate all the support. You can keep up to date with all the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That is at EclipsePod. We are super active on there. You can also go to TheEclipsePod.com where you can learn about the show and the crew and all the awesome voice actors that are playing the characters for Eclipse. Eclipse is part of the Majestic Goose podcast network, so you will want to check that out as well. We're home to over a dozen podcasts and streams. We have everything from actual plays to talk shows. We even do a live nerdy craft stream every week, so we really do it all here on the Majestic Goose network. We release new content six days a week with shows like Doom Clock, One Shot Onslaught, Halfway to Hero, Dice Talk, Roll for Weird, and many, many more. So go to MajesticGoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff on there. You can check out our weekly streaming schedule and just come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Eclipse.